0: all right (laughs) ready this is the last we're rolling after this one no matter what
1: i'll roll it all right roll me into my grave
0: (laughs) 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 oh here we go i'm not gonna be able to compose myself here all right ready are you looking away dj because you can't handle it (laughs) i'm just trying to not breathe (laughs) oh boy (laughs) This is this is going yeah, to be an interesting one. We're off to a great <laughs> hey everybody welcome to pursuing pixels this is episode seven my name's kevin portelli and i'm here tonight with dj mandolini hey that's me and randall nolary hey everybody and how's everybody doing <laughs> yet again <laughs> just burned just burned anyways i guess i'm i'm doing pretty good guys i hope you're doing well as well i'm um, doing pretty well as well <laughs> Well anyways, now now after a nice triple triple whammy hat trick rough start here. We're uh <laughs> we're gonna roll into uh well, let's just roll right into the game of the week this week. Uh last week we decided we were gonna talk about uh Blossom Tales, The Sleeping King. This is a uh top down, I mean let's just not beat around the bush here. It's a top-down Zelda style action adventure RPG. Um it's definitely got its own a little bit of its own not its own style per se. But it's got it's got its own charm. Yeah. Uh. And and it's got some unique ideas to it for sure. Uh, it's not it's not just a straight up Zelda clone. Definitely not. Um. Even though it has very many uh, similar elements. Um. But uh. But yeah, Randy. What uh. What do you think? Uh, how far how far along have you gotten in the game so far? About six and a half
2: hours, which uh, seemingly is about halfway through. Uh, it looks like there's four main dungeons, and and I completed the second one but i've definitely spent a ton of time just kind of in the overworld map just finding little secrets and digging up holes to see what's underneath and you know get grabbing extra uh, feathers and stuff because you get 20 of this type of feather then you can go back in exchange for items or coins that you can use to buy items um so i i just i'm a sucker for that in in these type of games anyway i mean that's that's how i got up to like 160 hours in breath of the wild too is because i'll just mess around in the overworld for hours uh because i just enjoy that exploration aspect which i think this game does pretty well um There's aspects of it that are a little bit more linear, which I also appreciate. Like, I want to keep this game going. Okay, this is the way. Go northwest to this next dungeon. That's cool. But otherwise, the the world's relatively open with the items you get from pretty early on, like the bombs, where you can kind of do whatever you want, which I appreciate.
0: Yeah, I really like how the bombs and the arrows and and your items and stuff, they're not you don't have a limited use, a limited number of them. It's all tied to like your magic meter or whatever you want to call it. I also Um, love that.
2: That's a huge benefit, I think, compared to having some set amounts where like you feel awkward about, oh, I've only got 10 bombs, Um, you know, thinking back to like the original Legend of Zelda or something. Yeah.
0: Like, should I do? I blow up every rock on this screen. I only have a couple left. You know, I need them for the dungeons. Right. I might need them for the boss or I might need, you know, this is like no matter what you're never gonna put yourself in a corner right um because of using all your items. I I, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah
1: I don't know if they ever changed that with Link Between Worlds. I it seemed familiar, but I didn't go back and check. But I, I think Link Between Worlds also did this. So I guess it's more based off that style.
0: Okay. But this I believe this came out before Link Between Worlds. I could be wrong, but this game's been out for a little while. They knew what Link Between Worlds was going to be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: actually, this no, game it came out, came out at the end of 2017, at least on Switch. And I think yeah, in, uh, Mar- in March on, on uh, PC, it came out on Steam first. But uh, yeah. it seems so like guess, from yeah. the developer's perspective, the Switch version is, is more kind of lead platform and has done quite well for them comparatively. Nice. And that's what I think all of us are playing <laughs> <it> on, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely all playing this on the Switch. And, uh, and yeah, if the, one of the things that I really like about this game, uh, is the presentation. And one of the things that sets it apart, uh, not, not the graphical presentation per se, but like the, uh, the story starts out as like your two young kids. I don't know if they're twins or if they're just brother and sister, but they're, uh, you know, their grandfather's telling them a story. And, you know, you even get to kind of dictate the story. You know, the, the brother and sister will argue at times, like, is it pirates that attack or goblins? Yeah. I, I forget what that I, I might be mixing up different games here, but is it golems or is it uh, archers or is it, you know, and they argue right. back and forth and then you get the, you know, you get the pick and the grandpa's like, oh, only one of you's is right. Uh, so I, I really like that, especially when you reboot up a save game and the grandpa, the grandfather gives you like a quick recap yeah. of what you were doing last or like, you know, you're you're on your way to the boiling caverns, you know, and it gives like kind of a recap of the story. You know, almost like he's giving you a recap, like, hey, we're going down for bed the next night and like now I'm giving you a recap of where we left off. It's a it's a nice touch that at least, again, presentation wise, sets it apart from the the Zelda franchise and and any other of these, you know, top down 2D. I almost wish they took that that concept a little bit further. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's it's both charming and useful to gameplay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With with the Zelda games, they don't do anything to clue you in on you know where you left off so if maybe you've gone like a week or two between you know when you've played your last game it could be hard to get it up to speed but with this it's just like okay i know where to go yeah I know what i'm doing
0: yeah and not only that and then on top of that it has like the here's the yellow rectangle around the area on the map that you need to get to right um yeah i think some older zeldas
1: had that too but I, again just the the charm of the the grandfather and the kids. like yeah. It's, I don't know, just dripping with charm. Yeah,
0: it it's, is. and totally it's well-written. Cool. It's like well-written charm. You know, sometimes that can be like, they can cross the line of like cheese, you know, and into that territory of like, this is a little, you're laying it on a little thick. You know, the the ham is 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 a little too present um <laughs> but,
1: but like i feel like they're they, even self-aware about that like, yeah they, it's yeah. real
0: it's cheeky in a good way it's not I, I don't know it's yeah some games try too hard and this game's not it's it's got a nice balance it's yeah r- even r- really in well the intro done. they're
2: definitely well aware that you know oh yeah you you know we made a zelda clone so we're gonna have those jokes right on the front side but it's more than that yeah. and here it and is like, and yeah. that
1: like completely changed my attitude towards it going in. Cause I remember when, you know, we were watching the trailer and I was just like, Oh, this is Zelda. Like, right. Who do they think they are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just once they're very self-aware and they admit that they're doing, it, it's just like, okay, these, I can get down with this. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things that I really liked in, in again, not to, it's, it's impossible not to, but not to keep comparing it to Zelda games, but like for me and I, I find it interesting because I I didn't really explore around the overworld at all. I didn't even didn't even really realize that there was much there to do, to be honest. Like I was just following the the paths and just moving along. And I've only I've I've only put about three hours in, but I've beaten the first two dungeons as well, uh, Randy. And I've uh, I just went up like I'm in the just got to like the snowy region. Yeah, Um, we're about at the same place, I think. Okay, so you're you're you've just done a little more exploring than me, I guess.
2: But. I'm up to eleven hearts already, man.
0: Like I've Heck, I'm know. at five, and I've <laughs> I've never I've actually never found a place that I can even spend money at. I've never. Oh, even kidding me. I've, I was like what, I was like I've just, i just was thinking like Are you speed? Can you get money in this game? Like, what's the point of this money? I don't understand the point of this money. So oh, there's plenty of points for the <laughs> money.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Because like uh, okay, you know it. I I beat the game. I around 10 ish hours give or take Uh uh-huh. um but yeah it it's it's less time than your average 2d zelda game i'd say yeah, yeah they typically are 20 30 plus. right but like you know they still i feel like are cramming in a decent amount of content like you still have to get to 20 stars or stars hearts like you would in a regular zelda game so i feel like they're have to be lots more pieces available throughout the world so yeah. i'm very surprised you haven't been running into stuff like it's like you're actively <laughs> i don't know I <laughs> didn't, avoiding that i exploration. didn't feel like i
0: was like i just started thinking like oh i guess this game's a little like kind of like you know i just played gato roboto a few weeks ago i was like maybe this is just more like a totally condensed like it's all about these you know f- four or five dungeons and that's kind of the heart of the game and that's it so i i just kind of like, assumed I, that
1: was all there was I, I by by the time i left the castle at the beginning i i, I had already gotten an
0: extra like full heart like I I too, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> damn i just stormed out of there like let's go but i but i this is not i don't i i mean apparently i missed something and i'm not like just sometimes i am prone to just kind of i know we talked about swords ditto last week or 2 weeks ago but um know we talked about kind of breezing through some of that but like this i was sitting down by myself like i I was committed like i'm i was reading all the text i wasn't skipping through stuff so i don't know how i kind of missed that aspect of it because like it feels like some of the even areas on the map are really small you know like when you move from square to square on the map it's like you you enter the you know you'll enter from the top and move get to the bottom pretty quickly so i just was like i guess there's not much on these it's just kind of an illusion of a larger map um, by making you move from screen to screen. But but again, I've been having fun. I, I don't mean this as any kind of slight. I've been really liking this game. And what I was going to say, and maybe this is because I haven't leveled up or bought any <laughs> upgrades or anything, but I was going to say that I, I actually find this game uh, compared to other 2D Zelda games. I, I'm enjoying myself more than I do or more than I have in a long time with most 2D Zelda games, you know? Yeah. I uh, I think the combat's a little more fluid and interesting and you have a little you know you can do the spin attack you can also while you're doing the spin attack you can press uh attack again and do like kind of like a jump attack yeah um to like kind of like leash or lash out at enemies i just
2: recently really Um, put that together like they told me about it earlier but i never really used it and like oh this is actually really useful
0: yeah it's great (laughs) and even just for like getting away from enemies sometimes you know it's it's nice uh and the movement is just pretty fluid. You yep. can, it's got it's a little bit slippery, but it, it feels good. Yep. Um, and yeah, I don't know. You just like it, you can swap between your items. I, I like we mentioned, you don't have a limited number of them, so you're willing to you, you're a little more free to experiment.
2: Yeah, it's with a huge uh, the deal. different
0: abilities you have, and uh, and I also think the puzzles are are really cleverly designed, and and uh, they they require some agility and also some some foresight or some some brain power of some kind, you know, it's yeah. like, I, those floor I really puzzles. think they yeah, those, yeah, I actually
2: really like those and I'm not those normally are a huge person for those, but they, I, I'm like, man, they, I love these. They clicked for me. And I just, I, you, I
0: liked when I approached those. Are you getting uh, are you getting the goof troop vibes from this? Game oh. as well, Randy, you've played that as well, DJ. Super I, I, Nintendo Goof Troop. I've watched some
1: gameplay. I could see yeah. that. I was getting some vibes with the like kicking the, the blocks yep. around. Yep. Totally. The,
0: or the pushing them. And I was like, oh, this is so Goof Troop. If like, oh, this was co so op, just get Goof Troop, by like, oh, yeah. oh, the way, if you've not played for the Super game. Nintendo from Capcom, is just a fantastic, uh, super underrated fantastic super, super Nintendo co op game, co-op game uh, as well. So it's great single player as well, but co op is really fun. Totally. Um, the way you should play that game, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I've, I've definitely get, it's like a mix of that and, uh, yeah. And Zelda, which obviously that game has a lot of Zelda, um, uh, DNA in it as well. Yeah. So good comparison on that. Those puzzle areas though, with the floor, I, I love those puzzles. Yeah. They're, they're, they're really clever and they're, and they allow for multiple solutions. Like you can, yeah. you know, you can kind of finesse your way out of a, out of a predicament a little bit, not if you totally screw yourself, but. But, but it's know, easy it's not, to, it's to just start over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've been really enjoying this game. And I like I said, I really like the uh, presentation. I do wish they had some options for the button layout um, and like maybe more options to like toggle through weapons instead of having to pause. Uh, you know, it felt very a little dated in that regard. You yeah. have to go into the menu to swap out your items. But but you're usually able to put the two that you kind of need in the two slots for, you know, whatever boss you're fighting or for whatever uh, area you're in, you can, you know, put the bombs in the bow and arrow and you're, you're good. Yep. But, but yeah, it, it,
1: yeah. I mean, it just felt like something they didn't need to copy from Zelda and they did anyway, but you know, it's, it's not terrible. Like, like you said, it's, it's pretty easy to work around.
0: Yeah. It's just like, just hideous- would have been a
1: nice touch to be able to be like, I want to be able to cycle through these items when I hit like the shoulder button.
0: Or yeah. Like or that. at least dedicate a button to like potions or something like you had to like yeah. equip the potion, then drink. Yeah, one, then that's true. De equip it like it just, just a little bit of a hassle and not a huge deal or anything, but it just would streamline the experience just a little bit more Um, to add even just a button to even just adding that potion button. And yeah. even if everything else, you still had to pause. That would help a little bit. Yeah um but yeah and then there's different uh i guess another small um gripe is uh the, i do like that they have like the different portal pads that you can uh teleport or you know fast travel between different areas of the map but I, i'm not i wish it had more than just the names of the yeah, areas you know it's just yeah, like a that's list definitely of something i ran into area. Too. yeah it'd yep. be nice to see a little cursor point on the map i know i know yes. it's tough because some of the locations are Directly on the overworld map, but then some of them are actually with, you know within the dungeons right. uh, themselves. So I guess it, maybe it's a little tough to do, but that, they could have at least just put the you know cursors over the dungeon or something like that. Or yeah, they
2: could have been a little um, bit more clear, or like put an icon next to certain options to say like this is overworld in this general area or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, or in the, it's within this square yeah. tile on the map or yep. something. Um. Yeah, because it was just it, sometimes I'm just like, you know, once you get a little further, you're like, okay, where was that? Again? Totally. You know, there's not as much to remember as like in a Zelda game, but there's there's still enough. You know.
1: Yeah. I do really appreciate that they included travel paths to different locations within
0: a dungeon. Yeah, like the midway point. Yeah. There's like a entrance, midway point, and then the right before the boss. Yeah, because there are collectibles that are in the dungeons that you would you know
2: want to go back to
1: scour for oh yeah because you get that
2: bomb after the first dungeon and there's definitely places where you can bomb the cracks and walls to get stuff things of that nature
0: and the dungeons are pretty big which is nice too i i think they've been like pretty again like really cleverly laid out and designed and and just a really good use of the you know the relatively simplistic mechanics in the game um they just make a a good use of that yeah they're they're big but they're not too big like right
1: i feel like you know they're they're approaching the point where it's just like okay like let's let's move on like yeah i, they, I think they hit the sweet spot
2: i yeah. did too yeah i thought it was a good flow there and i like the boss battles generally i was too, and I thought gonna it was say, cool. yeah it invokes like kind of a bullet hell pattern thing going on which is definitely not usual for zelda games so they yeah, definitely had a little their more own twist there
0: yeah yeah it gets a it gets a little more hectic running around during the boss battles instead of just memorizing the pattern i mean right. it is that as well but but it is you're you're running around well you're memorizing the pattern you can't just stand there in the background and wait wait it out so that's that it's definitely a more i feel a little more active I'm, I'm playing a little more again like i mentioned like the fluidity of the movement yeah um you're not like kind of on a grid even though zelda you know you can move diagonally and stuff but it, it just it, fe- it feels it feels nice to move around in this game i don't know yeah. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying my time and i'm i'm looking forward to playing some more oh, i yeah. think i'm kind of wishing i approached it
1: more like you did like a less exploratory route only because uh i found the combat for me to almost become mindless to a certain extent because i felt like i was just stacked with health at a point and I didn't. I didn't feel like I needed to pay as much attention to what I was doing, um, and especially because I feel like they also dish out hearts and potions pretty frequently. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like I was ever really in danger. Like even you know the boss battles, I'd say you know some of them I would use a potion on, and like I had plenty of potions. And I don't know. I I guess yeah uh maybe maybe not stacking myself up so much would have been
2: a more engaging experience i could see that at the beginning it's a little bit more difficult but yeah over time that's that becomes less of the case but i suppose that's kind of the same same conceit that a lot of the other at least 2d zeldas have too where over a while once you once you get enough hearts you're you can kind of breeze past most of the usual enemies
0: yeah, that's that's really interesting because yeah, that's one of the things that's been keeping me engaged this whole time is like I'm I'm having a challenge at every corner, you know, like even even sometimes screens of enemies are like, oh man, that's <laughs> it's gonna be a rough, you know, plowing through these guys. Right. So, I yeah, that's it. Is there so you completed it right, DJ? Yes. Is there any kind of like new game plus or anything like that? I know a lot of these games at the end have some kind of oh, you beat the game now. It's there's a extra hard mode for. Your reward, um jeez, I don't think they
1: presented anything like that. I mean, you can keep playing and keep going after all the collectibles and stuff, yeah, like the grandpa'll be like, Oh, but there was so much more for Lily to do, and people <laughs> yeah. to help and um and and I think yeah there's there's new items that you can use once you beat the game, um but hmm. in terms of like a hard mode i I didn't. Maybe I missed it, uh, but I don't recall that being a thing. Defeating the evil wizard
2: Crocus—that was your reward. (laughs) Which my man Crocus got a raw deal. They they started talking shit about him right at the get before he did anything.
0: Well, I think it's Crocus. I no, that's how that's how I (laughs) Crocus is better. Crocus, Crocus. You say Crocus, I say (laughs) Um. (laughs) Crocus. But uh th- yeah there's uh how do you how do you guys feel about the 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 graphics or like the pixel art of this game I'm a little I'm a little torn I I like it overall I think but there's something about it has like this weird like 3D-ish effect or something there's something going on that like gives it this weird depth like it, it, there's some kind of disconnect at times that I have with like like if something's like smoking it's like those like kind of almost like v- i guess it's 2d so it's not a voxel but it's like right like large pixels just I, I don't know there's something w- weird there's like a secondary layer that's just a little it's not necessarily bad it's just it's they're kind of juxtaposed to me did you guys have any thoughts on that or notice that or thoughts on the visuals or anything in general i
1: mean i feel like for me the only the only thing i noticed was um at the beginning with you know the king yeah i thought like is that a person? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: but, you know, that could just be my.
0: <laughs> he did look kind of weird. He was just all like his face. Everything was just all smushed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, he was um, sleeping. Give him a break. Oh my he bad. Is, he is the sleeping king. Yeah. uh I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't under think I noticed anything unclear aside from that, though. I. I, I like the art. I, I
0: do, too. I, do too. I mean, too. I mean, that's what caught my eye of the, on the game originally. So I, I don't not like it. I like it. it's nice and colorful and 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 it's yeah, it's it's got a nice style, but it's like a little blocky or something. There's something I didn't like as much as I whatever caught my eye originally. You know, it it, it didn't like it quite as much as I thought I would.
2: To me is kind of perking some of that like Turbo Graphics PC Engine nostalgia with the presentation of this one. Um, like just visually and audio wise, like, Ooh, this is just like hitting my, my like nostalgia buttons here for, for that platform, for whatever reason, just a lot of similarities that way. So I, I I enjoy it for that. I think it's another factor that's kind of kept me motivated to keep playing this one
0: yeah sorry. <laughs> taking a swig of water there. no
1: worries, uh, and boom. i
2: and I can't carry the conversation the <laughs> <on, so. laughs> the other piece I wanted to throw out there though that I thought was really cool. like being a retro style game, it's very much like in the retro mold. It's really cool that it's a female protagonist in Lily. like that's really not the case historically if you look at games of of the similar. Mold and, and what they were going for vintage wise, like back in the retro days, you know, every protagonist was male besides Samus, and even then, you didn't find out until the end of the game. Um, so I, I still think that's kind of novel. I mean, it's less so in in the modern age where we get a lot more female heroes, but in this retro style game, I feel like we still don't see it that often. So I thought it was pretty cool, especially for a game that's a little bit, I'd say, more difficult on average in in some of the scenarios
0: yeah yeah and and again like you said in like the typical this is like the quintessential the hero saves the princess games so, right exactly you know, it's nice to kind of i don't i don't know who you're even trying to re- i guess oh yeah you're trying to rescue the king i guess Girl saves the <laughs> king. wake up gotta wake up the king right De- wakey, defeat wakey. Krakus, my man <laughs> crocus, get it through your skull, Randy. It's Crocus. <laughs>
2: Must have missed that pronunciation help. And yeah,
0: uh, you didn't hear the voice. The voice acting. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, thankfully, no voice acting in this game. Not that that's always a bad thing, but
2: oh, that would have been even more me. PC Engine nostalgia if they would have had some horrible voiceover. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the evil wizard yeah. Crocus. <laughs> He's like a lion or something, right? He lo- he looks pretty cool. I think he uh, does. juxtaposed to the king, looks looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um. But uh, that's all I had to say about Blossom Tales. Any anything else on your guys' end? I guess
1: I was uh, curious. We, I mentioned this to you earlier. If uh, you know, if you think that this game would be received differently, and I I don't mean like you know, in terms of how many people would have been aware of it. But I mean, like, do you think people's opinion of this game would be different if it was presented as one of the Zelda games? You know, like, this is Zelda, king of the sleep. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? Like, the protagonist, yeah. I mean, I, 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 well, I guess I'm wondering, like, you know, keep like all the, you know, the gameplay parts the same. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, would, would this be held in as high regard as Zelda games are like, or I guess what I'm saying is, do you think even though these games are very similar, Zelda games are held in higher regard because they're Zelda,
2: right? Yeah. I could see it being treated like, uh, like those Capcom developed, uh, Game Boy Color Zeldas. It'd probably be in the, on that level since it's developed by technically a non Nintendo developer. Um, like uh, Oracle of Ages and Seasons. It'd probably be in, in that, you know, bucket, but it'd have its own hardcore fans type of thing. Right. I guess, I don't know.
1: I, I guess I'm coming <laughs> at this with a maybe unpopular perspective. Uh, I like Zelda games. I don't love them, though. And I've, I've grown, grown to think that uh, there may be a little overrated Uh oh Uh
0: -oh. (laughs) i mean i'm not not a huge fan either i mean i've i've i enjoy zelda games but i don't like live and die for them i just i I play them i like them i usually don't finish them um i finished a handful of them but i I, yeah i I have a good time but i usually end up burning out before they're over yeah Um, and knowing that this one is something like 10 you know blossom tales is something like 10 hours or so at max at least, apparently, the way I'm playing, five. Um, but, you know, it's knowing that it's a little more bite sized. Uh, I, I, I in, feel like in it's. Relation, the, that's more my style. I so. feel like
1: it's the length that they should all be, in my opinion. Because, like, I, you know, they, they have the puzzle parts, they have the combat parts. I don't know if, like, there are ever many, like, super sweet spots.
0: I guess you got to you got to take into consideration that at least the original Zelda and like Link to the Past, like at the at the time on NES or Super Nintendo, like getting an adventure that lasted that long and that that, you, you know, you were like saving up your allowance, at least, you know, for someone my age, at least, you know, you're saving up your allowance to get that one game that you're going to that's the only game you're going to have for a while. And like it was a big deal to like have this know that you were going to get this Zelda game that like. I'm gonna get a lot of mileage out of this game, and there's tons of secrets, and I'm, I'm never gonna finish it, you know. Essentially, right. but but I know what you I know what you mean. In today's day and age, when there's so many games of in every any type of game you want to play, you can find a hundred or dozens of other games in that style. So, which one do you pick? You know, um, I, I kind of lost where I was going with that, but well <laughs> we lost we lost everything <laughs> yeah. i mean that was that was the main point i wanted to make was just that like the zelda games i, I don't i enjoy them but they they don't do you know i don't need to play yeah. them i don't yeah. I don't this I one really scratched them.
2: the itch for me though i don't know like and I, I don't know that i've ever i think that like the original legend of zelda is the only 2d one that i've ever seen to completion um and really? I, I definitely will see this game to completion. So that's really saying something. Yeah, I've,
0: I've never finished a 2D Zelda game either.
2: Yeah, I've definitely finished, you know, a lot of the 3D ones,
0: Breath of the Wild,
2: Wind Waker, etc. But
0: yeah. I've only finished Wind Waker and Ocarina of Time. I think they're the only two I've ever done. Yep, yeah, same on Ocarina too. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any strong opinions one way or the other on this game versus the... Zelda. I mean, obviously, it would get more. N- I don't even think there's much perception on this game at all. I think it's just it just nobody even knows that it exists, yeah. which is a shame because it's
2: really well crafted. I think. Yeah,
0: like like I said, I'm I'm more sucked into this than I am in most of the two D Zelda games I've ever played. Totally. So, um, it, from my perspective, I I I'm not saying it's better or worse necessarily, but I'm I'm enju- I'm enjoying myself more than I typically do when I play a two D Zelda game.
1: I am saying it's better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd I, be willing to. Yeah, I think that's a valid argument. It's
0: Absolutely. just more I find myself more engaged again, like the puzzles are like because it's like a little bit more, but again, not bite size, because it is 10 hours is not a short game by any means. It's longer than Uncharted, you know, like I, those games take me eight to 10 hours to play through. So, like, right. it's not a short adventure by any means, but like they're just jam packing like you know everything into a you know a third of the time that it takes to play through a Zelda game yeah. so but but there was something to be said about like exploring those vast open overworlds and stuff this game i just think kind of minimizes some of that yeah the fluff's yeah. not there it's yeah. it's just well crafted it's cuz it, cuz nowadays it's not i mean you there is stuff like breath of the wild so it's not impressive to just have a huge 2d overworld overhead top down map you know that was impressive when Link to the Past came out. but right. it's not anymore. So, right, I, I think you have to look for other ways to impress people, not just by saying, "Look at this huge map and holy shit, there's a Dark World version of that huge map." So there's <laughs> a two of it. You know, it's <laughs> a, you know what I mean? That was like at the time that was a big deal, but yep. now it's that's not gonna be impressive. That's not a technical feat anymore.
2: Right. Um, And we're not eight years old with a total of four video games at our disposal. So, like, (laughs) time is, you know, valuable. So, yeah, to have a condensed, well-developed experience that lasts no more than 10-ish hours is awesome.
0: Yeah. It's so appreciated. Yeah, it it really is. Doesn't overstay its welcome. Right. Yeah, that's all I can ask from most games, because, again, I'm terrible at finishing them so i love when a game is just like oh i'm done oh sweet or i when i can taste the end you know and i haven't put 20 hours in and i'm still like where am i close am i somewhere so uh so anyways uh i guess we can we can move on from blossom tales yeah anything else anybody wanted to add it's recommended i'm gonna see it. (laughs) yeah definitely definitely recommended so uh yeah moving on from Blossom Tales uh DJ and I just a uh, real quick follow up from last it was last week right or 2 weeks ago last week Uh yeah last week we talked a little bit about the Swords of Ditto uh Mormo's Curse which is another kind of top down Zelda style you know hack and slash action adventure um but it's it's got some roguelike elements and one of the things we forgot to mention last week was uh every time you enter a, enter a dungeon it has I think four different qualifiers that will you know, will be enemies are more advanced or have more abilities or your projectiles do more damage or Uh. less damage or your, uh, you'll get double XP or less XP. Yeah. Or your toys, which are like your items, uh, use less, uh, toy power or they use more toy power. Or when you do a dodge roll, it does damage. Or when you do a dodge roll, you lose coins or, toy power. There's all kinds of different qualifiers, yeah. <laughs> um but that's that's definitely one of the core elements, uh, you know, especially because this game has those roguelike elements uh, where the the map gets shuffled around. And I did I did read a little more and I think I mentioned last week the game, you know, originally came out being strictly permadeath, I believe. Um and now they added in like a normal mode, but but the more I played, I I played a little more this week and and have found that I think the permadeath or, or the hero mode they call it it's still the way to go. I know they added uh, in the, the normal mode is kind of the default, but but I found that it's still more interesting to like every time you die, you move ahead 100 years in the future and Mormo, the evil witch, comes back and wreaks havoc on the land and things get a little more fucked up and uh, and you just come back. And I don't know, I just like the loop of like it shuffles around the layout of the overworld uh, whereas in the other mode, you just die. You lose some of your money and some of your items and stuff, but you get to keep some things and everything stays laid out the same. Uh, so the so overworld it,
2: stays the same in that scenario. Correct. Yeah, okay.
0: correct. And I think I think if you die when you're facing more mode, there are more dire consequences. I didn't get that far, but I, 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 I just found I found myself just finding like. It's just more interesting, at least for what I'm looking for in this game. I get, you know, everybody's different. But for me, I'm, I'm just finding myself. I want to dive in and just kind of kind of tackle this world from scratch each time, like each time I'm I'm the new hero. Right. Going to save the world. And I, I have one chance to do it. And if I don't do it, I got to try again. And uh, again, maybe that's just because I've become more accustomed to playing these roguelike style games that I, I almost want that right um which is something that i <laughs> you know i a lot of times hated about old games like oh, i wish i had more continues or i wish i could you know i wish i didn't have to start over every time or um but if i find myself gravitating towards that i don't know how you feel about that at all dj but i mean i feel like the permadeath mode works better thematically
1: you know yeah. the story being based around like you know this sort of ditto keep uh being resurrected every hundred years like that that doesn't really happen if you're on regular mode and you're just bringing back the same character like it is cool you know being a whole different character going back to this world and seeing how you know what is different now that hundred years have passed more havoc has been wrought i don't know it's It's got to be a lot more interesting experience
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, you find yourself, like, you know, the food items you find are, like, few and far between, and we just found that, like, we went to the shop and bought a bunch of stuff before we, we were trying to loot this final, like, dungeon, basically, to see if we could level up or, or get any more items or anything before we went back to face Mormo. Yeah. And, uh, and we just, you know, we bought all the items up in the town, and then we went back to the town, We're like, okay, we, you know, we used them all up while we were in the dungeon. And I'm like, OK, let's go at let's go get some more food. And we went back to town. It's like, oh, shit, it's all gone. Yeah. So that those were like one time deal Oof. purchases, which is really cool. Yeah. Um. Even though you I mean, you can you can exploit. It. I feel like you can farm a little like just leave the screen, come back, kill the enemies. and And if there's like a screen with a bunch of grass or pots and barrels and stuff, you can you can exploit it a little bit and still farm sure. for stuff. But we're
1: also on a time limit technically right now. So. Farming is limited. Yeah,
0: once you once you get powerful enough, it activates like a twenty four hour timer. That okay, you have twenty four more hours to not in real time, obviously, but you have twenty four hours in in game time to like, you know, level up or do whatever else you need to do prepare to to prepare for this battle. So right. So yeah, not nothing really much else to add beyond what you know. We already talked quite a bit about it last week, or at least a little bit. But but just especially since we forgot to mention that randomized dungeon element, uh, it definitely adds to the adds to the fact and there was a, a cool dungeon we played a little earlier, had some obtuse elements. that took us a second to figure out, but we got like a golf club item that you're like hitting a golf ball around the rooms to like into different holes or to touch different panels. So some pretty, pretty, pretty unique ideas, even though the dungeons have been. I would say a weaker part of the game. The the game really is cashing in on a lot of charm. Sure. More than anything, you know, the art style, the music, the, you know, it's got that adventure time kind of vibe to it and quirky characters, but um, Puku, we mentioned him last week, just the most annoying. He's like your little helper sidekick (laughs) beetle. He just pops up every every like oh I'm getting kind of sucked into this game oh here comes Puku <laughs> to interrupt this boss battle it's it's so annoying if if you could turn that feature off tell not to great. do charm yeah exactly <laughs> just overdoing it big time so that that's definitely a detriment to the I, I would I would gripe about Puku but other than that I'm, I'm I would say I'm having a good time with this game both single player and multiplayer. I've only been having a good time multiplayer because that's all I've played. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. But uh, but since DJ and I talked uh, a little about that, uh, Randall, what else have you been playing this week? I've been playing some Poyo Poyo Champions, um, which is
2: only recently come out uh, May of of this year, 2019, um, playing that on Switch. Uh, but it was on sale already. It was five bucks when it's usually 10. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to grab this. I've already got Poyo Poyo Tetris, but I, I own Poyo Poyo Tetris physically. And there's a whole meta thing around, you know, well, that's, that's on this cartridge and I have to switch out the cartridge that's already in the switch. And that's a whole thing. So if I got the download, it's already on the system, right? That's even easier to get into. So you have to buy it for five bucks right i did this i did the <laughs>
0: same exact thing so <laughs> i can just fire it up whenever i want instead of getting off the couch yeah that sounds great
2: yep it's a fact it's so lazy but it's a factor it's yeah
0: and it, but it does it does have some different modes I, I i like i said i bought it myself and played a few of the different modes i played a couple couple games online and then i played a little bit of, it has poyo poyo 2 and then poyo poyo fever. fever yeah uh so yeah but i don't know the main differences between the two but if you uh want to elaborate on that a little randall oh i
2: do uh so <laughs> <laughs> Poyo pollo 2 is your traditional pollo pollo if you've ever played uh dr robotnik's mean bean machine or kirby's avalanche or any of the the number of Poyo pollo releases that have ended up here uh on the west uh which is a lot less than they've ended up in japan or you know other <laughs> territories like that but uh, we've had a few of them and it's more your traditional Poyo pollo where um you're getting kind of like these two uh like i don't even know what to call poyos like little blobs. slimes or something yeah blobs. they're like little
0: slime blobs yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but there's two of them connected uh you know there's there's four different i think four different color combinations and uh kind of like tetris or most traditional puzzlers they come from the top down um and your object in poyo poyo is to get four of the same color um together that they don't have to be just uh, straight up and down or horizontal. They can kind of go in any number of shapes as long as they're kind of connected in, in the block next to uh, another block. That's not a very great description, but
0: I, I know you, they can like zig and zag around and right. go up, down, left, right, as long as they are all connected at the end of the day. Right. They just can't be diagonal. Right. It cannot Correct, be diagonal. Yeah has to be up,
2: down, left, right connected uh, in this kind of grid uh, that you have to play in. Um, but what that really encourages is for you to set up uh, combinations where you don't necessarily want to just create uh, a four immediately. You want to set it up where the the color that you need for the fourth piece is right next to uh, another set of three. And you want to create a, uh, a combo, a chain where... Once you've uh, unleashed one with four, uh, one color drops that might be sitting on top of it. And, you know, that creates another four that creates another four where it's kind of creating a a combination chain down the line where if you're playing against somebody else that puts the garbage blocks or, you know, slimes on on their side that they now have to deal with that are colorless, uh, but keeps them from dropping things to create their own combinations. So that's kind of the the Poyo Poyo Two version, whereas Poyo Poyo Fever takes that same idea and expands on it. Where now you kind of have this fever meter, uh, this fever gauge they call it, which is kind of like your super meter that you can build up by uh, getting those fours or combos over time. Um, it also, instead of just being the two blob colors, you'll get ones that are much bigger where sometimes you'll get four at once or a combination of two and two where it'll be like two reds and two yellows together in like a yin-yang shape that's dropping down from the top. Um, so you'll, you'll do that. It, it'll drop down. You'll get your fever gauge to go all the way to the top and then you'll go into this crazy fever mode where it's more kind of like preset uh, poyo poyo puzzles almost where you're putting a piece in the right place that'll create the combination or the, the, the combo to go off, um, to, to create, uh, you know, four X, uh, poyo like poyo. a single, yeah,
0: like a single screen clear, basically, basically, like, yeah. Put it's the, kind put of the right puzzle piece in the right spot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, which is pretty interesting. Um, kind of a, a different change up on that and more, I think the one that they're promoting in, in some of the more recent poyo poyo games is kind of the default um but besides that that's kind of the the nitty gritty of how poyo poyo works which is kind of hard to describe uh, in an audio format but
0: <laughs> um. yeah yeah no but it's it's really similar to tetris and yeah. uh, tetris poyo poyo or whatever that game's called like it's it's got the very similar presentation a yeah. lot of the same characters to pick from the same kind of 2d you know hand drawn you know characters and you know they're just very similar in style it looks great uh, too
2: i love the the presentation of this game it's very vibrant uh you have 24 characters to choose from right from the start you don't have to unlock any like you do in poyo poyo tetris
0: yeah and tons of options
2: of what you want
0: the poyos to look like you can make them look like different sonic characters you can make them look like chalk you know, like hand-drawn chalk outlines. You can yep. make them look like r- retro Game Gear style. Yep. Yeah, like all across all the you know eras and all the and some new ones as well. So it's it's definitely got some tons of options, tons of music, um, and it's it's just like a super upbeat, colorful puzzle game. So
2: yeah, super fun. The other aspect that I thought was really impressive that they didn't have to do is automatically saves your replays. And it's like, yeah, it's hidden in kind of sub option menus, but all of your replays are automatically saved from either, uh, you know, local co-op or like local versus or online. Regardless, they're all saved there for you to kind of see what you did, what you could have done differently next time. And it does this kind of annotation thing when you pause where it shows almost in like a flow chart method like here's where you know you created a a combo here's where you you know had a f- four red that cleared this part uh here's where blocks fell on you from your opponent so it's pretty cool it with like timestamps in in that game so i thought that was really that sounds pretty cool
0: yeah yeah i don't know i don't know if it sounds cool wasting up all my switch uh <laughs> micro sd card space but <laughs> that's <laughs> fair than that no no that's that's cool i i like the analytical aspect of that i have like to kind of look back at some of my games and have a feeling i played so the first game i played i played it was pretty competitive but I, I ended up beating this person and i was like oh man i'm i'm pretty i might be good at this yeah uh the first game i played online that is nice and then i, play, <laughs> I, I played did not have somebody else after <laughs> yeah and just waterfall of combos like yep. i i was like oh i'm doing okay like nothing happened and then all of a sudden it was like one Two, <laughs> three, four. Five. I was oh, like, God. "What the hell is happening?" And I, I blocked a couple of them, and it just it just kept raining. Yeah, here comes so, the pain. Yep. Yeah, I just I just got destroyed.
2: Which so, it, I don't know about your experience, but I thought online was pretty smooth. It
0: yeah, smooth and seamless. I'm I'm excited to to play some with you. Hopefully, and, yeah, uh, I'd be curious, especially as long as it has the feature of like you know, if DJ DJ doesn't own the game. So if it was like if he was able to play him and i here online together and then also sync up with you as long as it allows you to do that i'm i'm all in any four player puzzle battle totally. game i'm in totally so easy you know it's the, these are the type of games that even if you and especially this game not not all these you know brick falling puzzle you know but you know drop brick dropping whatever whatever you want to call these type of puzzle games yeah um they they're not they don't take that much, you know. Tetris, it's just like just fill the lines up and clear them. This game, it's like just match the colors. You don't have to know any crazy items or right. any crazy, yeah, anything else. It's just just match the colors and match four. Yep. that's it. Yep. So I, I really like the simplicity. And you only need to know how to use a D pad or a joystick. You don't even need to press a button. Right. I, know, I guess you gotta you gotta rotate the just piece. to rotate. Yeah. Or, uh, one, or you really only need drop. one button. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah i really have a good time with these games and i'm looking forward to playing some more especially with uh, online features
2: it also has uh, appropriately obnoxious characters with their own uh catchphrases which is obviously very important for these type of
0: competitive puzzlers (laughs) (laughs) i wish i will say i wish there was a little more of that like in terms of like uh when i was playing uh, i played like uh i think it was called endurance mode or something like that it was like beat beat as many you just keep Facing off against characters until you lose yeah um and but you keep going, like you don't reset as a new character comes up, like you keep your board stays the same right, um, yeah, but there there's no like character art on the side or anything like that, you just kind of hear their voice oh, that's weird, and so, some I, maybe it is different in different modes, but that's how it was in the endurance mode. it just had like the background setting, and then, again, there's a ton of different backgrounds, ton of different whatever but that, but there wasn't a lot of stuff on the side to, you know, keep you engaged or if somebody was watching the game or something. You right. Know. I know in the quick
2: start modes for, for Poyo Poyo 2 in Fever right on the main like the main menu, uh it throws you into kind of just uh the versus computer uh mode where it shows that other character you're fighting against. But yeah, it sounds like endurance mode is different that way.
0: Yeah. Although I did think that mode was pretty cool. So. Yeah. That's
2: sweet. Yeah, definitely glad to own it.
0: Cool. Well, uh, moving on from there, I know DJ uh, picked up uh, Cuphead on sale on the Switch this week. And uh, I know you got back into this for the first time solo, correct?
1: Yeah. uh, About a year ago, my roommate and I uh, put a good amount of time in co-op. But yeah, this is my first time going through...
2: Without being able to rely on someone else to, you know, carry me through, <laughs> I played a little Although bit I feel with you like you guys some ways. Well, I co-op believe. would be hard, like maybe harder. I don't know. It can get so hectic in that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, because also you, you have like a window in which you can, you know, revive your teammate. Okay, um, yeah. so that kind of will affect what you're doing. You know, might make might make you do some moves that you wouldn't normally have done if you were doing solo. But right. you know, to to State, for anyone who is unfamiliar with this game, Cuphead is a a game developed by Studio MDHR, um, and it's a run-and-gun game that is, you know, most known for having its art style be like this hand-drawn 1930s Walt Disney-style cartoons. It's beautiful. Um, Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's also known for being pretty difficult. I mean... (sighs) There, there are some side-scrolly, run-and-gun level sections, but it is mainly just these boss battles, um, and they take maybe two to three minutes to beat, you know, a- assuming you, you Assuming success. Right, right. Assuming success. <laughs> um, but, like, you, you've got all these different, you know, very differently-themed... Uh, bosses like you've got you know this pirate and his ship and you've got uh these frog brothers who box
0: and you've got like all these plant based uh bosses um they're really are, creative and and unique you know and and they'll morph into different forms yeah, and they, stuff like that they yeah. all
1: have at least 3 forms i believe and you know it's it's they're all hectic you know yeah. like you don't catch a break with many of them um, so you do really have to go through a lot of times and really understand the attack patterns. Because um, I guess, admittedly, you know, not all the attacks are, you know, intuitively telegraphed. Like you, you have to see it happen and then be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Once you know what it is, then it's like,
0: "Oh, that's the telegraph for yeah. that attack." But yeah. you might not see you know oh he's taking a deep breath in he's about right. to blow some missiles out in my face right right <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah like i think it's got a good challenge it's you know it's charming
1: with its own you know theme I, I i find this game you know as most people find it like very enjoyable it's you know
0: highly praised but there are some among us <laughs> <laughs> well i've i've only played a little bit with you with you and mikey uh, your roommate and uh, I, I'm I didn't not like it, but I definitely from what I had seen in the leading up to it and like the excitement because the art style obviously caught my eye in the animation I like that old like Disney like Ragtime whatever you want to call it it's it's got like a darker vibe it's got more like the less Mickey Mouse and more the like Steamboat Willie kind of vibe which is Mickey Mouse I guess <laughs> but, but old school Mickey you know it's yeah it's got that little bit of that darker like almost like Looney Tunes vibe. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 was expecting more from what I'd seen, like more of like a run and gun Gunstar heroes, contra kind of game. So there when are it, some when comparisons it turned out, for sure, there, there definitely are. But, but when it turned out to be more of like, this is just a boss rush game and there's, there's very little platforming again, I know DJ mentioned there's a couple of levels interspersed in there and, but they do s- incorporate some platforming in the boss. Bites too. It's not Yeah, but not to the degree of like I, I was expecting like more of like a gunstar Heroes meets Super Meat Boy Celeste kind of game. Um where it turned out to just be it's all about the all about the gunning and less about the running. Right. Um and I, I just found that I don't know, I guess I just don't find boss rush type stuff super interesting because it is it does boil down to just memorize these patterns and there's less of a reactive nature to the gameplay. Right. Um, so I found myself, and I, I do think that the uh, as much as I love the art style, I think the bullets and, and everything, even though I know you need to make that stuff pop out to to be visible, but especially your bullets that you're firing just really stand out too much from the art style. like They're like that neon blue and that neon, like. if anything, that should be the enemy's projectiles and not your own projectiles I, I i don't know I, I was really i mean even the enemies
1: out. at times do have that well they have those pink projectiles neon. those pink are and the and ones parry. That,
0: yeah And and what does the parrying do again it's been a while since i played um so you have this
1: uh this meter at the bottom uh that you can build to unleash more powerful attacks and the parry you know increases the rate at which
0: that fills up and is that or, like, the only way it just normal shots that?
1: will charge it but like a parry will charge it a lot more bigger chunks at a time okay
0: okay i i mean yeah again it wasn't like i was having a bad time i'm not i'm not by no means trying to just shit on this game but i just for all the hype and and for all the there is a lot of hype but all all the yeah Yeah. and for for all the you know for for the hype that i had you know i was really excited about this game and and especially now that it's on switch you know i was kind of kind of forcefully dulled the hype for myself by saying okay well i don't have an xbox so i'm just not going to be able to play this game i know it's on steam as well but i have a mac i don't think it's available on apple stuff um and even if it is i don't really have it set up to really play games on here so right. i just kind of wrote off like i guess I i'll just play cuphead at mikey and djs every once in a while but that's all i'm ever going to experience it but even now that it's available it's like maybe if if, it, if there's a good sale at some point i might snag it but it's not one that, that grabbed me, even even after playing it for, you know, I didn't play a ton, but I played a good five, four or five different boss battles and, and didn't find myself uh, compelled to revisit that game for whatever reason. But have you uh, played this game at all, Randall?
2: Yeah, I bought it when I got my Xbox One um, last year it was one of the first games. I'm like, all right, this is an exclusive at that point. And like, I got to grab this game. I love the art style, the presentation of it just is amazing. And obviously what really sets it apart. Um, and, and kind of like Kevin had been alluding to too. There's not a lot of run and gun games. So your, your natural things you compare it to are things like gunstar heroes. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's boy. Yeah. It's a, it's a brick wall of difficulty. And I only really made it through the first, handful of levels and by no means did i conquer those levels in a meaningful way so i kind of of fell (laughs) off from that purpose and and onto other things where like uh, i'm like oh let me let me try this again later and later really hasn't happened as much so it's (laughs) something i need to go back to but yeah it's uh it's it's very tough and yet it's there's definitely some rote memorization in the kind of boss rush type of uh thing it's presenting at you most of the time yeah, I guess uh, there is a decent amount of memorization, but I feel like even if you
1: memorize the attack patterns, it, it can still be so hectic and yeah. hard to avoid those. Oh, attacks. definitely. Um, and to be fair, I am a sucker for uh, difficult games. Well, like, I am, I, too,
0: though, I, to it, not to the degree that you are. I don't think like I'm not willing like to punish be... myself <laughs> like once once I hit a point, I just say, OK, I'm I I'm not good enough. Where you're like, <laughs> you'll just keep. You know what I mean. You'll I can't you admit will, defeat. Yeah, you will <laughs> conquer the game eventually, no matter what. Um, I just I don't have that in me. A lot of times, um, if the game is right, if it hooks me, I, I will put in the time. Like, uh, you know, I will. When I get sucked into like, uh, I can't think of a good example. Like Goner, we were playing. We might talk about a little bit later. Um, like I, I have the seventy eighth highest score on the leaderboard, Dang. and that's not insane i don't i don't think there's like a ton of people playing that game but like i just got hooked into like i gotta I, I can i figured out how i can maximize this combo and something about that i can i can get sucked into that but for some reason the cuphead stuff just didn't didn't fully do it for me as much as i do want to play it but i but i did want to ask how are the how does it hold up on the switch port because i know you originally played it with uh with mikey on the xbox so how does it feel? I know I saw some videos originally when it was announced about the loading times. And I mean, it was it was significant. It was some really long loading times. But yeah, I don't know if they've worked on that since, it, you know, that that was before it came out just when they announced it.
1: Um, I didn't notice any huge differences with regards to loading times. Um, I remember when uh my roommate and I played on the Xbox, there were decent amount of bugs we came across. Oh really? Um, like some some freezes. Uh
0: and there was that one like co-op bug where like if you die on the one stage of the last boss or something.
1: Yeah, there there was a really edge casey kind of bug we discovered where like if only the second player was alive at this particular point in this boss battle, then you weren't able to advance. Oh at all. boy. Um but it's a bugger. It, I mean, I on this run only played solo, so for all I know that that is still a thing. I'm sure it's fixed by now. Yeah. Um but no, I in terms of transition of the Switch, I no issues. Still looks good and everything.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good to know. And really cool to see a game that, you know, is published by Microsoft also be published by Microsoft on the Switch. I mean that's, that's yeah. Pretty pretty cool to know that that's a possibility in the future again like you know there's not a ton of stuff but i mean stuff like you know sea of thieves i know that's from rare but also published by microsoft and that's something that i at least had my eye on i'm you know there's there's some things that i'd be interested in so i'd I'd be curious to see where that relationship goes with them in the future that is really cool um, with nintendo because because i know you're not going to see mario on xbox one (laughs) so it's kind of interesting how much (laughs) yeah but how how much are they willing to how much is microsoft going to be willing? you know that's that's an interesting dynamic because if mike if nintendo's not willing to give on their end but if microsoft but but at the same time i mean cup cuphead i'm sure is selling like crazy on the switch oh yeah so it almost seems like a no-brainer hey everyone's buying games on the switch so why not release our hugely popular game also on the switch right um yeah, I think so, Microsoft
2: definitely switched up their their whole methodology business-wise here in the wake of Xbox One not doing as
0: well as they expected. They're like, yeah, let's open it up. Let's yeah, put stuff on PC. Let's put stuff on Switch. Why not? Yeah, and they even start branding some of the PC stuff as Xbox. You right. Know? So make it a universal yeah. platform. Why Smart not? Smart move on their part, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think they're going to start going in the direction of competing with Stadia right, and uh, Google and stuff instead of competing with Sony and... uh. Nintendo. Makes sense. So, that's interesting. Yeah. But But yeah, anything else to uh to add about that one DJ about Cuphead? Uh, I mean, I think I committed 2 days to it. And um, you beat it already, right? Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> Damn, <it's laughs> I mean, wild. I mean to be fair, I'd played it before, so But so what, that's man? It is not easy. <laughs> and you're you just playing on standard difficulty.
1: Did you play on so i was about to say I, I I might be tempted to go back. I mean, on,
0: on hard or on you, you hard playing on standard. Oh well, my gosh. I, w- I was playing on standard. You, you have to unlock the hard by doing by standard beating first. It. Is it by level by level or do you have to actually beat the game and then unlock hard mode? Well, I didn't try to replay
1: any l- levels. So I don't know if gotcha. expert became available once I'd beaten them or not. Um, so I cannot comment. <laughs> um, but you know, even, uh, I could still see myself going back on the normal modes because when you beat a level, you know, you are given a grade and it's based on, like, how fast it took, how much health you had, um, how many parries you did, and um, there's one based on your super meter charging. Um, and based on all that, you get a letter grade. And, you know, some of them I did so well were, like, you know, one, once you beat a level, you get, like, a... a a red flagpole um, right that shows up in the overworld Uh, but if you do well enough you get a gold flagpole so it's almost a little like you know super mario 3d world-esque yeah get the top of the pole yeah um so like little aspects like that make me want to be like okay like i can do better (laughs) (laughs) so i'd be down to go back and you know retry some of those levels on normal to get a better score or Try my luck on experts, you know, which, you know, I, I did not complete co-op, so this would be a first. Okay. Interesting. But I, I I could see myself going back, like, you know, during those two days, you know, when I'd like take a break between sessions, I'd be really excited to go back and keep hammering away. So
0: are there leaderboards and stuff? No, or at least. (sighs) I, maybe i should <laughs> I mean, who cares i don't care yeah. but like uh, is it I, I was just curious it's, it's not like when you beat a level it's just like oh here's your ranking right okay right. it's like oh you
2: actually beat a level congratulations
0: yeah it's, yeah. it's more just like here's your c here's yeah. your c minus yeah. you asshole <laughs> keep playing pretty much cool well uh it's so i guess pretty, my, what's that it's so pretty the presentation is oh,
2: amazing. It, the it looks great and amazing
0: it, and they have that it has that weird like just like that menacing there's some kind of weird menacing vibe that that game has, and the soundtrack's fantastic, not yeah. not necessarily menacing on the on the soundtrack vibe, it just has that that's jazzy yeah, ragtime kind of vibe. yeah, it's really cool, and they have a really great i don't I'm sure it's not available anymore, but a really great Mikey has it that vinyl set, yeah, it's like four or five vinyls and like a book it's it's really nicely made. Um, and Definitely and jealous. just clearly, just like this game is like I, I hate to use this expression because it's so overused, but just a labor of love. I mean, it's like yeah, ev- everyone who worked on this game worked their ass off and, and made sure that every element of it was you know all the details are you know the an- like at least on the animation and music end, yeah, it's ju- it's just fantastic. They're both it, top. It's a, it's a work of yeah. art. Totally. You know, it it would be, it would be just as entertaining to. Maybe not for hours on end, but just to watch someone play this game for an hour or so, just to see all the visuals. I mean, it, yeah. it's really striking. Yep. Um. You know, you can't vi- or, uh, verbally. It's hard to put it into words how, how great it looks if you haven't seen it, which I'm sure you have. Yeah. See, you love this game. <laughs> I love how it looks
2: i'm but glad i own it i will try to go back to it to smash my head against the wall again
0: i'll i'll maybe i'll play with dj one of these days and and yes, give it a revisit yeah. but uh but i guess uh moving on from there uh, uh real quick since so we don't go right back into a puzzle game uh for <laughs> on your end randall uh i'm gonna talk for uh for a quick second about a game called bad north yeah uh which is a uh pretty i i struggle to call it a bite-sized real-time strategy game like Uh, it's, it's another roguelike surprise, surprise from, uh, me, but, (laughs) but this is like a true roguelike, like every time you play, there's, there's no persistent upgrades. And, uh, every time you play, you start out with two commanders that you can then every time you, uh, each Island will have a set of houses on it that are worth either one, two or three coins each, or like little gold, they're gold coins. I don't know what kind of currency it is, but, uh, gold coins that you can then use to spend, uh. You start out with just, like, a regular unit that you can then either upgrade to be uh, archers or, like, an infantry unit, which is, like, sword and shield as opposed to just a sword. Ooh. Um, or, like, a pike, like, a long, like, spear. And then you can upgrade those units or you can uh, you can go to items that, or uh, islands. You're you're traveling along, basically, from left to right on the map. You're going left to right on these islands uh, each turn. And you're selecting the commanders you want to send on the on the trip. And you're basically leveling them up. But if anybody dies along the way, um, you lose them and any upgrades you've spent on them, any money they had with them, any, any anything. And there's no like I said, there's no persistent upgrades to like, oh, uh, this unit, the pikes will be stronger going forward from now on. You know, there's, there's none of that. OK, it's all it's all just you're starting from scratch every time. Um, which I really like, I, I've grown to, as I've dove in deeper into some of these roguelikes, I, I think that's maybe something that would have turned me off originally. Right. Um, but I, I really like the, just like every game is just, you know, it, it is a little bit of tedious, but the first, you know, the first Island or two that you fend off or that you kind of, so it's it just like, there's one little Island and, and it's kind of like a little diorama, almost like a little snow globe. Um, and there's just like maybe, you know, three, four, at the most, five houses on the island. On the first levels or two, you know, the first few levels, there's only going to be one or two houses. Um, And you just, you can rotate around that island and these Vikings will come in and attack. And there's a few different types of enemies. Uh, There will be archers at times that they'll shoot as they're coming in on boats. You you know, like I said, they're islands, so they're coming in off the water. And then you have the option, you can flee the island if you feel like you're getting overwhelmed on the enemy's boats. You know, wow. you can steal one of their boats and leave. Um You can replenish your troops like each troop has nine. uh, You know, if if you have an archer unit, there's nine archers in that unit. And then if you know, they'll get killed off one at a time. And if you're like, oh, I only have two left, I can go send them back to the houses and replenish them. Um, And then they'll be back to full strength or every time you start a new level, they'll be back at full strength. But again, if you lose any unit, if they are fully depleted. They're gone for good, and any upgrades that you've spent on them, they, they take them with them. Wow. Um, so it gets, uh, but, uh, you know, the other day I was just, like, I was looking for a game to play on a rainy day, and this game just just fit the bill perfectly. It has, like, a really, like, soft pastel kind of vibe. It, it does get a little more gray and bleak at times. really minimalist uh, presentation across the board, like, soundtracks almost non-existent. There's just kind of like a pulse, you know, horn kind of sound um right before the level there's like a small little kind of like scottish bagpipe kind of vibe or or a little nordic okay diddy but uh but other than that there's there's not too much going on and it's just got a real clean uh, you know i've i've had my eye on this game since it came out and it was on sale nothing super cheap but i was just like you know i've, I've been eyeing this game but and there is a demo on the eShop, and i'm sure if it's it's available on other platforms as well nice i'm um, so i'm sure there's demos available elsewhere But uh, I played it and and to be honest, I wasn't super sucked into the demo because you kind of just play those opening couple of islands and and kind of get the feel of what the game is. But but those opening couple islands are always just to kind of set the stage. And, okay, do I want to upgrade to do I want to have more archers this time around or do I want to spend my money on upgrading abilities? Uh, You know, when you when you get the archers, you can upgrade like an ability that will let you like shoot a volley of arrows. Um, And as you swap between units, you can have up to four different units. uh, And as you go from island to island, like I said, there's different... Some of the islands will have a little question mark. You can pick up an item, and that'll be, like, you can throw a bomb out, or you get, like, a hammer that can kind of clear enemies away. um, Or you get... uh, I can't think of any other abilities. Or um, you can get um, different, uh, like, upgrades to the class. You know, you, you make them archers, and then you can upgrade... The archer class from veteran to elite to uh whatever the different classes are you know you can upgrade them three different tiers um so there, yeah there's quite a few different options it, it stays the gameplay stays pretty straightforward but it starts off you're like oh this is a nice chill low-key game and it starts starts getting <laughs> hardcore pretty quick um you get overwhelmed real real quick but uh but really enjoying this game I, i'm probably gonna wait a little bit to be honest to play a little bit more i actually uh just randomly decided to dive into this game and maybe this is why it was on sale, but they just announced, uh, during E3 or right before it, um, that there was going to be a new, uh, Joe update or Yotun. Oh, okay. That. But there's a new update coming out. That's going to add some new items, some nice. new, uh, gameplay elements and whatnot. And I think, I believe it's in beta on the PC right now. So you're, you're welcome to try it out on PC, um, and check out what's going on and maybe even give some feedback to the developers. But, uh, But I really have enjoyed what I've played so far and I'm excited to maybe put it on the back burner and wait to see uh, until this update comes out for the switch and uh, dive back into this game. But but again, really like uh, I struggle to call it bite size, like I said at the beginning, because each campaign I've I've gotten about the furthest I've gotten is 60 percent. Like after you die, it tells you how far you've gotten. Yeah. And that was like about an hour and 20 minutes of a run so okay. I, you know it's, a, it's probably about two hours to get through a run so i'd struggle to call it bite size yeah, but
2: each, each
0: island itself you know you can kind of chart your course uh through the map and like there's like a wave like of there's like bones and skeletons and stuff in the wave coming from the left so you kind of have to keep progressing to the right um as you pick which island you want to go to and you can see on the overworld map like okay, there's going to be three houses on this island, there's only going to be one over here, or there's going to be a flag on this island, so I'm going to be able to pick up a new commander on that island um, and add them to my squad. Um, So even though I can only take four max to any given island, I can have a couple people in the backup reserves, you know? Do the commanders Um, have
2: different attributes, like, as far um, as different
0: not not starting off but again you level them up and you have to kind of pick a class for them okay um and and again is it once you get further they will sometimes like when you get to their home island yeah they'll either start with some gold already or they might even be archers already instead of just starting as like the base unit they might already be archers or have the infantry like sword and shield kind of deal and then you you don't have the option to change that you can just keep upgrading that path but right. it is nice to know, like, okay, these guys are already on my level, you know. But you kind of have to make the choice of, like, do I wanna, do I wanna go explore these islands and and waste a couple turns trying to get that item over here? Do I want to go for that commander, or do I need to just keep progressing? Or you know, do I have to get ahead of this wave that's coming behind me? I, I haven't had that happen where I've lost the game because of that wave coming from the left. Right. But my assumption is that if I'm on an island that then gets consumed by that wave. It's game over, right? Um, but yeah, I, I, I've been just having a really good time with the with the minute. It's a perfect game to just like throw on a podcast or throw on some chill music in the background and and just kind of waste a few hours. I I played a little bit when DJ got here just to kind of show him what what the game was all about, and I know he was saying like ah, I can maybe get into this. So I mean, I, at this point, like I'm kind of regretting not getting it when it was on sale. Um, and for what it's worth, it was only like three bucks off. It wasn't any kind of huge sale. All right.
1: Money bags. <laughs> um
0: kind of Warbucks. Yeah. Um but I really
1: like real-time strategy games and i these days I don't play a ton of them, so
2: aren't I that many kinda, of them. Yeah. yeah and for what new. it's worth
0: not not to interrupt but it it works great on a controller. You know, you use oh, nice. the you use the right stick to to rotate around the island, which is relatively small. You can zoom in and zoom out with the uh right and left triggers and then you can rotate between units with the uh, right and left bumpers, and then you use the D-pad to swap between the different abilities, but it's, and when you're swapping between units or picking abilities and whatnot, it, it doesn't freeze the game, but it goes into a super, super slow motion, um, and and it's it just implemented really well. It feels really natural playing that game with a controller. It's perfect. Like, you don't, I don't feel like I'm I don't feel like I wish I had a mouse right. and keyboard at any point in time. And granted, I've never really played games that way. So I I, I never really feel that way. But I, I definitely have avoided strategy games in the past just because I'm like, I can clearly tell this game would work way better if I could drag and right. drop and, and do things like that a mouse, you know, that that a controller just can't do. Right. Select multiple
2: characters at once with the drag a box over the, the units with your cursor. Yeah. Cur- you don't correct. have that and option but, here. And yeah, that's, that's awesome that it sounds like well, it works with yeah, a controller.
0: Yeah. And because this game pairs like each each commander is paired to like a unit of nine people, you're, you are kind of commanding troops at a time. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're sending a group of people regardless um and I really like that and and again it's it's all procedurally generated the characters you know names and whatever it's it's all randomly generated but um it's a really minimal aesthetic I I do wish there was maybe a little more variety and that's maybe one of the reasons I want to wait for this update um in the visuals especially like the islands that you know you start to get some like later in the game you get some redder tones and some some bluer and some bleaker tones or it's mm-hmm. raining or it's foggy or it's you get some some slightly different vibes, but it definitely throughout feels really similar in aesthetic across the board, you know, music and, you know, or audio and visual wise. Right. So. So that's that's one small great, but I'm maybe hoping that they add a little more to that with the uh, update coming up soon. Although with the, you know, sameness of audio, that makes it even better
1: for a podcast perfect. option. Yeah, perfect. That's or true. putting
0: on the music like. Find the vibe that you want, you know, like whatever vibe you're getting from the game. Find some music that fits the vibe and and just throw that on in the background. It's it's there's nothing wrong with that. So it's definitely got some cool sound effects. Um, and you can you can zoom in, zoom out. I wish there was like I wish there was maybe I, as much as I love the minimalist uh, approach and the minimalist presentation. I do wish there was maybe a little more like like I said, there's maybe I think there's nine uh, individuals like per unit. And I wish there was maybe some kind of like tally in the corner so you could see because you it's really hard to tell, especially when battles are going on. Oh, like do, how many people are left in that squad? Should I send them to, you know, replenish their units or should I flee or should I, you know, hang back and just kind of be a secondary? You know, it's, it's hard to tell sometimes. So I wish there was maybe a little more of that, but or a, a little more options to tell or a little more UI. Uh, a little more interface to tell you what's going on but apart from that i'm i'm really enjoying this game a lot that's cool not a
2: lot of strategy options like we were saying so yeah to get another one especially on a platform that can go handheld that seems like that could be a a pretty good fit that way
0: yeah especially with the bite size one thing i will say it's it's only happened a couple times but loading a saved game can take forever Ever. I, I genuinely thought my switch froze the oh, other day. no. And it, it took oh. a good five plus minutes to load Ooh. my saved game. Um, and, I, I, you know, I was just kind of doing some other things. And I, I just kind of was like, oh, I think it's frozen. I'll, I'll get to it in a sec after I'm done with writing down these notes or making dinner or whatever the hell I was doing. And uh, once I got back to my Switch, I was like, oh, the game booted up. OK, I guess I'll just keep playing. But <laughs> but I don't That's know how rough. that happened. So it was a, it was a little long on booting up a saved game. But as far as starting up a new game, I, I haven't had any issues in that regard. And I have had times that I've loaded a game that did not take that long. So maybe it was just some kind of fluke um, and nothing to I, I wouldn't persuade you from but from getting this game because of that. Right. So, and with but, another patch upcoming that's probably
2: something on their radar
0: yeah and again that patch is available now from what i understand nice. on a pc and and potentially mac if the game's available there and then uh, otherwise it should be available later this summer or later this year at the very least uh everywhere else so and that should be a free update nice gonna keep my eye out for any sales yeah totally I'll Same posted. Here. yeah i'll keep you guys posted but, uh, but Randall, why don't you talk a little bit more about some more, uh, puzzle games, more competitive, lay, lay it puzzle on games? Us. <laughs> competitive, that's, that's a good distinguisher. Cause sometimes like you think puzzle game, at least for me, I think like, oh, I just want to relax and play a puzzle game. Yeah, But these sometimes are not those. it's like, Hey, I want to, I want to get. I want to fucking stick it to somebody. <laughs> in there.
2: Like, hey, Let God. me drop a bunch of garbage on somebody else. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. So this is kind of, uh, a, again, a follow up from a previous conversation we had, uh, where, uh, I think it was last episode. I was talking about crystal crisis and obviously the direct comparison to puzzle fighter. Um, so it, it just timed out well, where, uh, Xbox One, so Microsoft's done a great job with focusing on backwards compatibility. And during E3, they announced uh, a whole slew of like, okay, these are the final games for Xbox One that'll be backwards compatible. And amongst those games was Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo HD Remix, <laughs> which is that's that's the whole title, and uh, that's a game <laughs> <laughs> that I actually bought digitally on Xbox 360. Um, back in the day uh so that game actually came out in 2007 believe it or not um that version of it and just this month they they made that available again kind of free of charge if you've already bought it uh if not i would recommend that you buy it because it's fantastic um i can second that (laughs) (laughs) just like getting back into it i'm like oh this is like riding a bike again uh i I won't try to uh, explain. Too much of the mechanics, because once again, that's pretty uh, a clunky procedure and a, an audio only format to explain how a puzzle game works. But <laughs>
0: well, it's you- got a little bit of that Pollo Pollo vibe in the sense of like it doesn't have to be a perfect row or a perfect right. square. Like it's just like just connect them as long as they're touching. Yeah. You're making combos, just connect them.
2: And if anything, it's it's a little bit more like forgiving i think in this yeah f- versus almost poyo poyo where yeah as long as you kind of have a connected chain of blocks that's what you're looking for where like yeah you can see that you've got this big snaking yellow chain of blocks and you're just waiting for uh what do they call them they're like power gems or crash gems that's what they call them in yeah. puzzle fighter uh, yeah they're uh, like
0: diamonds basically yeah well in but, this yeah, one they're, they're
2: like they're like these orbs. They're like these kind of flared out orbs that have the corresponding color that you're looking for. So in this case, it'd be like a yellow orb. That's, you know, one of the two pieces that you have, uh, that's coming down next and, Oh, connect that yellow orb to that yellow chain of blocks. And it sends off this huge explosion. Um, that's going to put all all kinds of garbage onto your opponent. Um, <laughs> which most well of-
0: aren't there- uh, sorry to interrupt. No, uh, go for Diamonds, it. though, that correspond to just any color, no matter what. Uh, yeah. OK, I was going to say, because it's been a while since I played this, but I had this on my PS3 and quite frankly, wish that my PlayStation 4 had that backwards compatibility option because my PS3 overheats every time I uh. plug it in. <laughs> so it would be great if I I already bought this game and I, w- I had a great time every time I used to play it. So I know it. I would love to boot it up again, but unfortunately don't have the means to play it at the moment. But
2: get you an Xbox I, one.
0: yeah and i have to buy the game again so right but but uh but i seem to remember there being like a diamond that no matter what like if you if it touched if you dropped out the diamond on like a yellow yep gem it would blow up every yellow gem on the screen yeah
2: even yeah every yellow gem in that circumstance would would essentially like blow up and disappear and then it would cause a cascading effect where all the remaining colors would kind of fall fill in more than likely create bigger like blocky areas for you to create better combos with the remaining colors um which then can get it's it's a really cool mechanic in you know, they call it puzzle fighter because they've basically made a fighting game out of a puzzle game, uh, which is a lot of fun. So you'll you'll be you you get all this garbage on you and you're you're close to the top, and then you'll get something like that diamond that'll totally change the it'll swing the battle like crazy. Um, huge, yeah. It, yeah. It,
0: it almost allows you to get like in Poyo Poyo like we were talking about, like you have to set up those combos. Right. Like those that diamond will let you kind of get an not accidental combo, you know, you kind of have to set yourself up a little bit, but if you clear all of a sudden all the greens are gone yep. and then like, oh shit, <laughs> now <laughs> I've, uh, all the reds are cleared and all yep. the, you know, it it just falls, everything kind of falls into place because yes. it eliminates things in a kind of random, randomized fashion as opposed to just clearing the blocks that you personally clear yourself, you know? Yes,
2: which sounds like it's it's random and there's no skill involved, but there definitely is still skill involved where you're placing those gems when you get the opportunity and, and kind of where you're still building out your own combos. And even where you're putting some of those crash gems where you're like, OK, yeah, yeah, I could like put this blue on top of this blue crash gem on top of these couple of blues over here to send a couple of you know garbage pieces over to my opponent. But really what I want to do is kind of nest that within a whole bunch of other things so that when we have that cascading effect from a diamond or from another crash gem of a different color, it'll set off this chain reaction where then it's like times one times two and it's sending a ton of, you know, garbage over to your opponent and it might knock them out at that point. So there's, there's definitely some underlying strategy as you get to play it. And just in general, this game is just, Tina and I, my wife were playing this and it was just like, all right, one more round, one more round, one more round. (laughs) Always. Like it's, it's one of those games. It's so addictive. It's so like immediately playable but then there's that those layers of depth there's all these characters that speak in japanese and like have these awesome catchphrases that you you don't know exactly what they're saying but it's just like fun <laughs> that th- when they scream it like it, that's all
0: you need to say that's exactly all you need to say as yeah as long as it has some of that puzzle bobble vibe yes. or whatever what, what are those games called that's i know that's not the name puzzle bobble <laughs> what are they called puzzle uh, bust a move bust a move i don't think they call it something else somewhere else puzzle, puzzle bobble, bobble. Nope. Okay, okay i was like i'm not i'm not crazy am i nope but yeah like just that the bob the storm oh yeah and all the, before, all the crazy yeah. <laughs> all the crazy shit talking oh yeah that makes no sense same yeah, exact energy to here totally yeah. same energy um, and you but it,
2: almost even better, you can play as a lot of Street Fighter characters as your avatars. So you'll get like Ken Ryu, Chun-Li um, and then some of the other like Dark Stalkers characters from like other, you know, like some of uh, other Capcom series like Dark Stalkers and some of the other um, fighting game series. They'll, they'll pull in some different characters. There's eight main characters you can choose from in kind of the traditional like fighting game characters character screen plus there's secret characters like akuma who i'm I'm always partial to in these type of games so yeah yeah it's the soundtrack's great um what else
0: the only thing it, that it, i w- the 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 soundtrack really has that like arcadey it does but like like when i i remember playing on the ps3 at my old place but like just like it i just felt like i was in an arcade you totally. know it just has that like again like all those character barks and the and just like the sound effects of breaking bricks and stuff it it, it's just that like cacophonous arcade vibe it's funny you say that too because
2: that's actually where it started it started in the arcade it was originally released in like 96 uh on arcade and then came to like saturn and playstation which i also
0: own the saturn version um of puzzle fighter 2 or of the original of
2: uh super puzzle fighter 2 yeah.
0: Was there even a Puzzle Fighter regular? <laughs> that's a great <laughs> I question. They, I know they're really bad about like Capcom's really bad about doing all those sequelized and <laughs> Turbo HD remix 3, you y- know. Yeah. Super Street Fighter 2 HD Remix. I don't know. That's, you know, I've, I've
2: never had a reason to look because Super Puzzle Fighter 2 is such a perfect game.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that's all I've ever cared about, yeah. yeah. But but yeah, just a really fun really fun game, really competitive. Does it have uh online at all on the Xbox? Um I I don't think so. I, oh man, cuz that's I know a lot of these don't have that and that's not a not a total it's I wouldn't say it's a deal breaker. Yeah. But it's definitely like for Poyo Poyo for example, like for 5 bucks, for me I was probably going to get it anyways, but right. knowing that you had already grabbed it was just like, man, even if Randy and I play this one time, together that's probably worth five dollars i'm a liar it has online
2: play or at least it did when it was released oh okay i've just never bothered to do
0: it and it also supports four player and and hopefully that's still you know there's no guarantee that's still supported on xbox one but if it still is that's really awesome yep yeah, the
2: only only gripe I have about the Xbox One slash Xbox 360 version is the sprites kind of look like shit. They're like they kind of look like like there's some filter overlay on them where it looks kind of like muddy almost. Yeah, um, I've heard
0: that about Microsoft platforms. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's dropping shade. Oh, here we go. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I, you know what
2: i enjoy my xbox <laughs> one thank you very much
0: no it's i, yeah, I love should. the i love the backwards compatibility support i really I, <laughs> I really i i think they're really great for that and like like i mentioned before i i wish so bad that my playstation 4 had backwards compatibility support oh yeah even just to the playstation 3 let alone to the playstation 2 which it seems like xbox one again not every game but i mean they're going all the way back into the original oh xbox yeah. library and that's. That's really awesome. That's that, you know, that's something that no one else does. Totally. No one else seems to think is important. Or if they think it's important, they think it's important enough to charge you again uh-huh. for the games and say, let's get the virtual console. Uh-huh. Going. It's like, I own these games how many times over <laughs> on Game Boys and, and, you know, whatever systems they're out on. I've, I've bought them so many times. So that, that's really awesome that they continue to support that. So I, I feel bad that I'm taking some digs here because uh, even though I'm not a big Xbox guy and don't own their uh, current generation console, uh, I do appreciate the fact that they. Uh, you know support their ongoing fan base yeah um there's got to be like 10 to 15 of those like
2: xbox 360 games that i had bought literally 10 plus years ago that are now available for me to download again for free just because of this backwards compatibility it's
0: nuts i've considered getting an xbox one just knowing the fact that like i probably have like 15 or 20 games that i could just download automatically just because i had them on my 360 yep they're still there if they're tied to your um, account they're still there <laughs> even though i'll end up rebuying them on the switch anyways right like an <laughs> asshole so <laughs> you and me both <laughs> yeah but uh but anyways uh did you did you have anything more uh to add on that one randall Um, uh, not a ton more just that like uh
2: this version the remix version um they kind of rebalanced in in the what they call the x dash mode which is kind of the main uh, mode they they kind of default you to uh, where it's it's just kind of rebalancing of like this character kind of has this combination of gems that they'll drop on an opponent versus you know before maybe one it was a little unbalanced or one character was a little too strong although I never really felt that in the Saturn version either but I'm sure higher level players notice stuff like that but yeah it's just super recommended like my highest recommendation for this game I love It's probably my, this and Bust a Move 4 are probably my favorite two competitive puzzlers.
0: So it's on that level. (laughs) <laughs> that's definitely saying something because you and i have definitely had some in terms of the the one more game yes uh puzzle game goes yeah me and you have played some some serious bust a move for yeah. so yeah yeah i'll thrash you again if you want to set something up that's <laughs> don't funny. make me bust out bram on your ass <laughs> bob the storm <laughs> what the, f- what the <laughs> fuck are you doing Anytime. But no, I, I, that that's a serious endorsement because again, yeah, that, that a lot of puzzle games don't have that frantic nature to them. And even if they do, it's because you feel you feel overwhelmed. Yep. And puzzle fighter starts to feel frantic, not because you're overwhelmed, but just because of the nature of the way they kind of present the action.
2: Oh yeah. Um it's very f- frenetic it's very f-
0: like fluid just kind of back and forth like ah
2: oh, i'm about to die oh no no, you're about to die oh wait i'm I- back
0: in the match yeah, yeah. you can you can get back in it even when you feel like you're you're on death's door absolutely so that's that's definitely something that makes these competitive games like this interesting you know well the one on one like like nidhog we talked about a few weeks ago it's like even when even when DJ's on the last screen, it's like, I still have a chance. Oh, yeah. I can still come back. You know, if DJ makes just two small mistakes, I can make some serious, you know, recover some serious ground.
2: Yep. That's
0: why it's so, called Puzzle
2: Fighter. It's like, it's yeah, a very apt name.
0: Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that one will see another uh, another life or maybe maybe it's another incarnation. I know, you, you know, we've got Crystal Crisis recently. Yeah. And uh, from from the sound of it, it seems like. How how are you feeling between the two? Are you feeling like, you know, not not to shit talk Crystal Crisis or, right. or either game, but are are you feeling like crystal crisis carries the torch or are you feeling like puzzle fighter is still the way to go
2: oh boy yeah i I think if the the problem is is puzzle fighter is not like readily available on anything on modern platforms besides well i mean you
0: can buy it on xbox yeah i mean that's that's readily available a lot of people have xboxes yeah
2: so i mean that's but that's the only way you're going to get it for modern platforms which is that's too bad like if, if it's on steam too as well yeah that's true that's true. And I mean, if if they were to drop like, oh, we're putting Puzzle Fighter on Switch, I'd, I would absolutely buy it there as well. But yeah, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those games where like I just immediately fell back in love again and it was like riding a bike to play this game. And, you know, I hadn't picked it up in, I don't know, probably a couple of years. So like it's just just feels to me immediately feels better as far as polish and presentation and how the game flows, then Crystal Crisis. But I, I'm still definitely going to hold out hope that Crystal Crisis can can improve in some of those areas I talked about before. And again, still glad I own that game as the only modern spiritual successor to Puzzle Fighter.
0: Yeah, it's, not, it's definitely nice to see somebody carrying the torch. Yes. Yeah, somebody else realizes,
2: oh, shoot, this game was amazing and, you know, just kind of dropped off. The, the edge there you know like 10 years ago <laughs> yeah if not more yeah so,
1: yeah we all got to play a lot of these puzzle games together sometime because
0: yeah know, dj's I, not a big puzzle guy I, well well not not puzzle you like puzzles but not like these competitive brick falling puzzle games i just haven't played many of them to be
1: honest like it just wasn't what we had growing up uh so i've missed out
0: on this entire genre dude i like for going back to bust and move four oh. like i would go over to randy's house <laughs> and we would play to like i'm not kidding like seven in the morning <laughs> we would just drink a bunch of balls energy drinks and just, yep. like, just pound them and just bob the storm yep. all right best of three the, yep. what the fuck what, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah. and, and that's it you just get like there's just this like there were times where, like, there were definitely nights where I was winning, like, 80%, oh, yeah. you know, 75, 80% of the matches. Yep. And then vice versa. Definitely nights where you were winning 75, yep. 80% of the matches. Yep. But yet, it's like when you're losing, you're almost more compelled to be like, let's go. Yeah. One more, Randy. Get oh, the yeah. fuck out of here. I'm yeah. already like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're... I, I think this is, like, up your alley. Like, Especially, oh, yeah. like, I mean, if we got, like, a little four-player action going and really... Sunk our teeth into one of these games, like I really think we could
2: rule the world. (laughs) And
0: there's I don't know about rule the world, but
2: awesome, obnoxious characters in both of these games that just make it just so special. I
0: love them, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, I wouldn't go quite obnoxious, but (laughs) speaking of uh, this isn't quite a uh, a puzzle game in the same sense, but it's more of like an action puzzler, uh, akin to stuff like Breakout uh if you're familiar with that uh or arkanoid i think is that yeah is that the name of that game yep. arkanoid yep um but yeah we're gonna we're gonna next week talk about uh battle uh hashtag, hashtag Breakfastist yep. battle thank you dj and i have put a decent amount of time into this game and i think randall picked it up a while back but haven't sale, put yep. too much time right nope zero time zero time all right cool so looking forward to uh revisiting that game it's been a little while so and looking forward to hearing your thoughts on uh, checking it out fresh, Randall. More puzzlers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, well. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Thanks for. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, this has been pursuing pixels. And uh, next week, yeah, we'll talk about some hashtag breakfasts battle. And until then, uh, we'll catch you next time. Have a good night. Take See care. Forty-three and thirty-five seconds. I'll just try to remember. You're gonna that. remember. <laughs> yeah, you I'm like saying it saying it like I'm gonna just automatically be able to listen to that one clip <laughs> of me saying. That. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, man, thanks, DJ. Well, write one forty-four at this point.